Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of our podcast series from PwC Middle East on energy, utilities, and resources, tax, and legal issues. My name is Kenny Hawsey. Um, I've been with PwC for about 31 years, working extensively around the world in the energy sector, and currently working here with PwC in the Middle East. And in, in this podcast, we want to focus on energy transition, um, specifically hydrogen here. And I have a couple of my colleagues, if you guys, Neil and Michelle, to introduce yourselves, that we will talk about hydrogen today. Uh, okay, hi everyone. I'm Neil Olmark. I'm a tax director in the, uh, in the, the, the energy tax team here in PwC in the Middle East, based out of Dubai. Hi everyone. My name is Michelle. I'm a senior manager in the energy tax team, also based in Dubai. Excellent. And I think like many of you, we've much of our career has probably been focused more around oil and gas, but we're now all focusing on a transition that what we have termed as a firm energy transition. So this first dis discussion is around hydrogen. So Neil, Michelle, maybe give a little thoughts around what you think about the overview of hydrogen, the types of hydrogen. What do we really see this market looking like? Um, without going too technical as, 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 as a simple tax guy, but I mean, the, the two main areas where we're seeing hydrogen develop, um, I mean, for a long time, there's been what's become regarded as, as gray hydrogen, which is I mean, hydrogen doesn't exist on its own. It's either coupled with carbon in your hydrocarbons or it's coupled with oxygen in, in water. That's the, the two main. Any, any chemists on the line will correct me. Um, we're seeing for, for a long time there's been uh, what, what's termed as grey hydrogen, which is where the hydrogen is, is decoupled from carbon in, in coal. Um, and that's always been a, a dirty form of, of hydrogen production, production. There's obviously a lot of carbon that's released. Um, that is being cleaned up slightly with blue hydrogen, which again is the same kind of process from you know, extracting hydrogen from, from coal or gas, but it's got a carbon capture element to it um, so that that carbon is either put to use or the carbon is, is injected uh, underground um, to, to make it a slightly cleaner form of hydrogen. And then ultimately the cleanest form that people are striving to is, is green hydrogen, which is uh, an, an electrical process and an electrolyzer process which is to um, split hydrogen from uh, out of water, split hydrogen from oxygen, um, obviously with no carbon release, which is why it's being termed the, the green hydrogen. What do we see kind of uses of hydrogen? We talk about hydrogen a lot, but where are we seeing hydrogen actually being used in the market? I mean, it, it, there are a couple of fuel replacement uses that are, that are, that are coming up. Um, I mean, one of the simplest, wherever there's, there's gas-powered applications, so gas-fired turbines, for example, there's an option to to kind of make that a cleaner a cleaner burn by um, diluting the, the the natural gas with hydrogen. That just gives a, a, a lower carbon release from the same amount of, of gas burn, and the hydrogen's got additional efficiency. Um, we're seeing some some um, transport applications, generally more in in the kind of the, the heavier transport where just the, the, the way that the technology is, is evolving and how you would um, kind of equip a vehicle with, with a hydrogen capacity rather than a, a battery capacity, it is tending to, um, you know, it's going to be more favored for uh, heavy transit, uh, trains, uh, haulage, applications like that, possibly um, uh, marine, maritime. Okay. Interesting. Since we are tax people, why don't we talk a little bit about tax? So maybe Michelle, 
What do you think people need to be aware of when we think about taxation of this, the value chain around hydrogen? Sure. Well, currently in the GCC um, and in the wider Middle East, there are no specific tax laws around um, hydrogen specifically, um, or generally around renewables. Um, the renewable energy sector um, is still in the developmental phase in the Middle East. And, you know, whilst many governments have, um, a, you know, they have a agenda to increase the renewable energy developed in country, um, you know, it's still slow developing. So, so far, we're not seeing too much from a domestic tax um, perspective around renewable energy, um, with the exception of Jordan and Egypt, which uh, do have incentives for um, renewables. So what we can expect to see um, sh shortly is um, incentives around you know, accelerated tax depreciation, um, subsidies, which may be indirect or you know, cash grants from governments um, for the acquisition of capex. Um, we may see energy taxes such as vehicle taxes and lower carbon taxes. Um, and we might also see tax holiday exemptions um, or, or you know, tax holidays or exemptions, sorry, um, in order to stimulate market investing and from you know, overseas or you know, in order to introduce this to the market. Okay, excellent. When you say we're going to be subject to the normal tax regime, I think a lot of people outside the region think there's no tax in the Middle East, which we all know that's not necessarily the case. So if I look at sort of uh, tax regimes across the Middle East, I mean, what sort of corporate income tax rates should people be expecting to be applied to these any type of operation? But obviously here we're talking about hydrogen. Uh, let, let, let me pick that up, Kenny. I mean, there's, there's corporate income tax across most of the, the states in the Middle East. Um, Qatar's probably the lowest at 10%. Oman is at 15%. Um, for corporate taxpayers in uh, Saudi Arabia, there's a 20% rate, um, and Egypt is probably the highest in the region at 22.5%. Um, th there is obviously certain countries, Kuwait and, and Saudi Arabia have as a cat regime as well. Um, in, in Saudi Arabia in particular, there's a cat regime there for those that qualify would be 2.5% uh, a cat rate. Um, but the other thing that we're seeing as well not just those that are outside the region who aren't familiar with that normal corporate income tax regime within the region. It's people who are, you know, maybe many years operating in the region, but have operated from inside fiscal regimes for uh, upstream assets. So they've been used to, um, you know, a tax calculation under those fiscal arrangements, you know, a, a more kind of a fixed calculation of revenue based on barrels pulled, barrels lifted. Uh, an agreed apportionment of um, operator costs to each participant. So they're moving away from those fiscal regimes into these the, the, the more normal income tax regimes, you know, a profit, a profit before tax adjusted by your usual uh, adjustments for tax depreciation and, and, and think capitalization and things like that. Um, so there's those group of people as well that are coming to these normal income tax regimes fairly new. Okay. Thanks. Michelle, coming back to something you said earlier, you know, we think about new investments, we think about renewables, we think about energy transition, incentives pop into mind, right? You mentioned some. What do you see would be the most valuable incentive to stimulate investment into the hydrogen market in the Middle East? Or globally, for that matter, but we're focused on the Middle East. 
Sure. Well, if we're looking at a Middle East perspective, I think one of the biggest costs as we move to hydrogen as a green energy is going to be capital expenditure. Therefore, any uh, you know subsidies related to uh, reducing capex, consideration of funding, um, will be a huge benefit as you know pipelines are repurposed for hydrogen as we look for cheaper, uh, more efficient ways to tra uh, to transport hydrogen as well. So I think uh, capital expenditure is the key one. Yeah, I think you're right. These are going to be highly capital intensive because when we think about the the infrastructure that's got to be built right to support the renewable that we need to extract the hydrogen or create the, the green hydrogen. Um, I think that's important. So any, any other last thoughts you guys would want to share around the hydrocarbon uh, industry, the, ta the hydrogen industry, the, the taxation, other issues? Well, just, I think just to add to the, the last point around CapEx, the, I think the normal, um, you know, kind of the, the, the historical view around how can you incentivize a particular sector is, you know, for example, a capex intensive industry is can you give accelerated tax depreciation? But what we'll have in a, a lot of the, the, the countries across this region would be um, some window of, of tax loss expiry, you know, typically a three or a five or so year um, or, or longer term utilization, but some restriction on how much you can offset per year. So if you take a, a capex intensive industry and then accelerate those ta uh, those tax appreciation rates, really all you're creating is a tax loss in those early years. And if that tax loss is then expired before it's able to be utilized, you've kind of got an absolute loss of, of, of tax release, tax relief within that model, which is, as Michelle said, where other jurisdictions are looking more towards, um, you know, kind of cash grants or subsidies that directly fund that capex. Any final comments, Michelle? No, I, I think it's just important to note that, you know, this. Um, is a very, very uh, new um, energy source that we're looking at. Um, but the GCC is ripe for investing in hydrogen. You know, there's the lowest global renewable electricity prices. There's a large um, availability of land for the development of these projects. And it's in such a strategic location that I think, you know, these issues that we're discussing will come, um, you know, fast. Um, we'll be seeing a lot of development over the next few years. I agree on all of the above. Once again, thanks everyone for joining us on this uh, podcast series. Stay tuned as we continue to talk about energy transition and other topics. We did recently host a, a webcast on hydrogen. We will provide a link to that webcast within the podcast so that you can uh, get a flavor from the podcast. And if it's piqued your interest, you can join and, and look at the webcast. Thank you.